0: If any one of you doesn't respect me, you'd have a big dump in your pants. Goodbye, Mo! No, what am I saying? What, this? (laughs) It's nothing. Really, it's, uh, it's nothing. (laughs) It's just, uh, it's just Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Have a good time
1: make sure your seat belts are fastened okay you little bastards the time has come the moment we've all been waiting for it's the vocal minority with nick and steve alabruski let's go what this dude this is just a herpy on a penis dude it's just a pustule oh. <laughs> you know being this is just a podcast for crying out loud the vocal minority with nick and steve
2: alabruski thanks for hanging with us today yo in the grand scheme of the internet if we're the pustule then what does that make the rest of the internet a boil i mean just a cancerous lesion of nastiness <laughs> you're saying
1: we're better than you is that what you're saying
2: i'm saying we're better than 90 percent of the internet traffic out there. yes but uh, oh i mean we're uh, we're we're embarrassing to some people on some topics i get that but i think we're all the uh, all in all we're good people so yeah I think so too.
1: We can tout ourselves as that. So stick around, listen to the show, make up your mind for yourself. For crying out loud,
2: exactly. I'm glad we could start off with a good positive visual though for everybody.
1: So. <laughs> it's Boy, the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve Olabrisky. That's just what we do. We have a webpage. You can go look at it anytime you want.
2: Yeah, it's there. Look at it. Uh, the VocalMinority.net. Social media is extraordinaire. If it's social and if it's media, we're on it. So go check that out. And we now have a new. Um, I don't know, comment line, complaint line, voicemail, whatever you want to call it, just call it.
1: You could call them prank it for crying out loud. 844-48-VOCAL.
2: That's right. They can talk 30 to us if they want. I think we'd probably take full advantage of that. So, (laughs) Uh, 844-48-VOCAL.
1: I noticed you're wearing uh, uh, earbuds today on the Uh podcast. I feel like maybe you're trying not to mess your hair up. Is that (laughs)
2: what we're doing? Mm, Am I that see-through? Yes.
0: (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: that you know that's why I wear earbuds. You know, I've shared that with you guys in the past that uh, you know, the nice headphones just smush my mohawk. So this is the first time I've yeah. ever seen you in earbuds, so I thought, Oh, well, maybe he's trying to Watch his hair for a special occasion
2: or something. Yeah, this is uh, something I developed at the radio station. I have good hairphones and bad hairphones. <laughs> you know, like right. If I'm having a big meeting that day, I wear the earbuds or whatever. But uh, I prefer my old school, like actual good, you know, broadcast headphones. But yeah, they flatten the hair down a little bit, and uh, I may have a hot date tonight that I have to bail. You know, right after the podcast. So yeah, nice. I'm trying to keep the hair good. I'm changing clothes, so don't think I'm going like this, but. You got your outfit laid out on your bed, ready to go, dude? Pretty much, yes. Yes, I do. All right, yeah. Nice. Uh, Bruce, Nick, and I were consulting last night on outfit ideas. So, you know, I'm going to a basketball game, seeing the Kings. I figured if I show up with, like, you know, head to toe Kings memorabilia to and yeah. finger, like, that'd probably be too much. So. Yeah,
0: that's no good. But
2: I did recently get some awesome purple Converse, well, Converse clones, but whatever. Yeah. So, purple, and then I'm wearing a black shirt. Ah, oh, Kings.
0: Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah subtle Under, without being pandering right understated but speaking of my hair i don't know i'm 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 trying to shy away from the spiky hair i just don't know if it's working for me
0: making a change
2: well normally i kind of spike up the bangs and i spike up the hair on top but i'm kind of going flat right now i don't know my my daughter had her 18th birthday a few days back and i posted a picture of me when she was born at 18. And first of all, I had thicker hair then. But I realized, like, I always had my hair flat back then. I wonder if that's what I should be doing again. I don't know.
1: I think your dad's getting to you, dude. I mean, Everyone's your dad, getting to me. Well, I mean, your dad is trying to make you an older man. Like, you, isn't he trying to make you a little this, bit more respectable?
2: I don't know what. Distinguished. I guess. But, yeah, I've I've had too many comments on my physical appearance recently. And now I'm just <laughs> completely self-conscious, whether it's from other dates or from, yeah, my dad the other day was like, I saw those pictures of you in San Francisco. You dress very casually for a man your age. Do our women, I don't know if women are into that. And, and my first thought was, eh, old man. But then I'm like, maybe, he, maybe he's right. Maybe, I, <laughs> do I need well, to grow up? No. He, he's like,
0: he is a respected physician
2: and a professional
0: right. man. And he's been one his entire life. So right.
2: I don't think he's worn a flannel since the 60s. But yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah and I, I just got a haircut. I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking flat. All right.
1: Yeah, you got to go. Uh, here's what I wish for you. You go how you feel m- most good about yourself, right? So well, whatever that is, do it. Yeah. We'll gotta see. Get back on that train, harness, You got to get back on that self-confidence
2: train. Well, <laughs> you know? as we've always said, there's a fine line between confidence and cockiness, and I, I tend to fall on the cocky side, so I'm trying to humble it a little bit. And, uh, oh, that's true. Maybe that's a good thing for you. I don't know. But Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of self-evaluation going on. That's probably too much, so. Hmm.
1: It's a lot of work, dude. Working on yourself seems to be like a lot of work. Like, yeah, I mean, it mentally, it's mentally exhausting, right? And then it's also emotionally exhausting a lot of the time. So, yeah, no, I think working on yourself is one of the harder things people can do. I always tell my wife, like, she went through a lot of change. In our 15 years of marriage, like, she has bettered herself as a human being every year and hmm. i have not been that consistent <laughs> with bettering myself yeah. uh because it's hard dude it's really hard and uh yeah some people are good at that and
2: i give you kudos i appreciate it i feel like i've gone through a lot of changes in the last four or five years of my life but it's not paying off yet i'm waiting for waiting for the returns on the investment yeah
1: it'll come dude it'll come yeah, you got it in an ira you got it in a bond you know these
2: things all age differently you know it takes <laughs> a little longer my emotional bank account has been up and down over the years, so we'll see how my uh, my investments are paying off per se. But well, we'll see, so
1: good luck on your date tonight. Uh, we'll have to hear all about it on a podcast. Uh, the PG version, I'm sure it's going to be a PG date. This is a first date, right?
2: First date, yeah. very respectable, of course. Yeah. And, uh, PG, yeah. And, you know, I was telling you guys off air. Normally, to first date to me is like grab coffee or something. But uh, the yeah, this woman is a season ticket holder for the Kings NBA team around here. And, so that's where she invited me. So seize the moment, right? Yeah, That's right.
1: Carpe diem. That's what Ooh, they yeah. say, right?
2: Exactly. We'll see if uh, the carpe matches the diem.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: It's going to be PG,
1: dude. This is date number one. Relax, dude.
2: Of course. I just can't resist a good play on words.
1: You beat your meat before you leave, dude?
2: <laughs> um, no, I mean, what's your definition? I mean, there's been well, so much going on. Like, How long do I have to wait before it's
0: considered before?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, did you beat your meat today? No, no, I haven't. Uh, we should probably do that, dude. Yeah, probably. probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember,
0: wise words were spoken by Woogie, Don Muganowski. who yeah. told Ted that you you need to do that before you go on a big date.
2: Yeah. Yep, yep. No, I, I, I don't plan on uh, taking my pants off at any point today, so I think we'll be okay. But, but, I, do but, the thing,
0: but I don't think that it, you have to take your pants off. I think what he means is that you don't want to be too revealing or too emotional.
1: I don't want you to become drunk, dude. I mean, I want you to get it all out, and
2: then that reasons the mind. I, I feel like i got to be a little uh, assertive, not aggressive, but a little putting out there. Like, if I'm all mellow, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Like, it's fine.
1: But Steve doesn't whack off before the show, or for the same reason. Like it's when you have a a Super Bowl, you don't whack off before the game. You want all of that in you, right? Right.
2: Yes. Uh, The training week leading up to the game day, I've been uh, taking care of things thoroughly. But now that it's game day, I need to stay sharp and you know on my game. So no, I'm not going to smoke a bowl. I'm not going to jerk off because I (laughs) all of those things dulled me. You don't want to seem too
0: vulnerable in you know revealing your softer side. It's all a balancing act now, isn't it? You know.
2: Yeah. Some women want. A man who's confident and masculine, some want someone who's a little more refined and you know, open minded, some want a mixture of all of it. It's it's all a crapshoot, so
1: this yeah, woman so... seems to want a mixture of the two.
2: Yeah, she uh, her bio said something about you know, confident masculinity but chivalry, which mm-hmm. those two things can contradict each other in some categories, so you got to play that nicely.
0: I think there are certain things you can do today that are still considered chivalrous, then even the most. Hardcore feminists would be okay with. Like if you hold the door for her or something like that. You you know, little things like that. Yeah. And
1: you know, I agree. You should hold the door for her tonight. But I have that has been a struggle in the last, you know, few years. I always hold the door for women, old and young alike. And I've been shamed for it a few times over the last couple of years. Like I
2: can get my own door. Totally. Thank you. I've gotten the same thing before. It's tricky. (laughs) I've had to explain to some women, like, I'm chivalrous within modern standards. I'm not trying to condescend to you. I know you can open your own door. I know you can pay the bill if you want to. Like, But I try to do those things. But, yeah, my daughter several years ago told me, like, Dad, no, I can open my own door. I don't need you opening the door for me. And my ex-wife was the same way. Like, you know, so.
0: Well, well then, I think- then you could pay for dinner for us tonight then. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> I think it's taken it
1: way too far, personally speaking, dude, because you know what? I open the door forever. Everybody. I don't do it just for women yeah. a lot, if I'm going into the store and there's a guy behind me I always hold the door for him like it's just yeah. a polite thing to do
2: well sure but what if you're uh, getting in your car do you open the car door for everyone or only a romantic interest uh, You open do you wanna... for your mom or if your brother's getting in the car do you
1: I hold the door open for my mom because I have a truck and I need to kind of help her up, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that counts, but okay. Right, but uh, Rachel, I say I hold the door open for 10% of the time, uh, the car door. Interesting.
0: Like if you're going out someplace... To a nice dinner or you're, that's like, right. you're going to the ballet and she's all dressed nicely and all that sort of thing. You want to be the classic gentleman and you want to ho- open that door. She sits yeah. down. Look, she can fix her skirt to make sure mm-hmm. it doesn't get caught in the door. Yeah, you know, that right, sort right. of thing there. I do
2: it every time. That's one of my things. Like, I'll open the car door for a woman I'm, in, I'm, I'm romantically interested in. Like, I was just on a little road trip with Emily. Female, but a friend. I didn't open the door for her. She can open her own door. Well, I feel like like that's the for to you exactly so i wouldn't open it for for nick or for my cousin or something right for a woman of interest and my mom that's even debatable i don't think i'd open her door
1: uh you would if she needed help in the car but uh uh, let me ask you this uh once you're with the girl do you continue that for your whole relationship yes yep really you open the door for
2: jamie every time she got in the car with you Jamie was one of those women that was like, I don't need a man opening my door. And Jamie uh, always liked to drive, so that even made it weirder. But no, every other woman, the Hindenburg, <laughs> Dottie, I open the door for him every time. And if huh. I ever forgot, I would get into the car. I'd be like, damn it, I forgot. I should have got the door for you. I'm like,
1: Yeah, that's an that's honest uh, thing, dude, for sure. That's and then nice. paying for
2: the bill is another weird one. I, I, If a woman says, this was something one of my exes did that drove me fucking crazy. She made way more money than me, but in the world of chivalry, I always wanted to pay for dinner. But what? she would tell me every, like, the check would show up and she would be like, Do you want me to pay for it? And I hate uh, that. Yeah. Do I I mean, want what are you, you going to say pay for yes? It? No, exactly. I'm like, no, I don't want you to pay for it. But if she would say, hey, let me pay for it, then I would say, hey, I appreciate the gesture. Go right ahead. But don't put it on me. Do you do you want me to pay for it? 100% yeah. that's bullshit, dude. Yeah, right. that is. So, yeah. But if a woman's like, no, let me pay for dinner tonight, then I feel like you're being condescending to say, like, no, 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 woman, I'm going to be the man <laughs> and pay for everything. You know? It makes it so much easier when you're married and you share the account,
1: you <laughs> right. know, because then we're just paying for dinner. Yeah, it all goes to the same place, I guess. Yes. So, yeah. Are you gonna pay for alcohol and stuff for the game tonight?
2: Yeah, that's the plan. We are meeting know. for dinner ahead of time, so uh, yeah, I'll be paying. You gonna pour out a few honey tonight,
1: dude? A few. Yeah. I mean, those beers are expensive at the game.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. I can't get uh, I can't get plowed tonight. I got a two hour drive home afterwards. Yeah, if she's gonna keep binge drinking. I guess I'll keep buying her beers. <laughs> but she doesn't live in that town either, so she's got to get home somehow. So I yeah. don't imagine that. But. That's why yeah, she, also, she,
0: she also probably knows the, the, the best ways to get home to avoid the cops, too, because <laughs> she is a season ticket holder, uh, right. and she's at that estate, at that arena all the time. So
1: yeah, That's right. And, and maybe she just stays in town, dude. How about
0: a clean bed for this, champion?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Let's go grab a, a no-tell motel for the night and then go back home. I'm not saying that for you tonight. I'm saying, like, maybe that's what she does, you know, being a season ticket holder there.
2: I'll offer a Motel 6 or something, but, you know, I'm mean, not doing the hire. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Remember,
2: they'll,
0: ke- they'll keep
2: the light on for you. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Aww. That's really all we need. So It's Tom Baudette. He's a man of his word. This is Need to Know News. News. You need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Well, I guess let's keep the theme going with our news. News you need to know. This is need to know news. Things that keep you informed and make you sound somewhat intelligent in your general conversations in life. But I will, uh, you know, we talk a lot of politics on the show. We talk a lot of dating and sex life. So let's bring it all together now, shall we? Yes, we shall. This might bring up a visual that I don't know if you'll appreciate or not, but I I think you got to get to the core of this issue and realize it's a beautiful thing. Our uh, soon-to-be second-term president, (laughs) Mr. Mm -hmm. Yo-Joe Biden, Uh, let's see. He recently said the New York Times, Katie Rogers, reported that in her upcoming book, uh, American Woman, the Transformation of the Modern First Lady from Hillary Clinton to Jill Biden, that uh, Biden has joked that, quote, Joe Biden, by the way, has joked that good sex is the key to his marriage with First Lady Jill Biden.
1: Yeah. Really,
2: I hadn't heard that. He said that on in an interview. This just came out. This is wow. hot off the presses. It's Ooh. hot in general and hot off the presses. So well, now he said it jokingly, quote unquote. But you know, most jokes have a little truth behind it, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, is that a fun visual to think about?
1: uh well i mean like you've said i mean i'm not necessarily envisioning him and jill i'm just uh, envisioning more like uh are you still doing great
2: sex up into your that's the inspiration we should all be taking from this because we've done stories on the show about stds running wild in retirement homes and now the president in his early 80s is banging away in the white house still like these are these are aspirational things
0: right yes well i respect the president i just think that are we sure that this isn't him trying to push back on the whole he's too old to be president sort of thing?
2: (laughs) Ah, is he posturing? Listen, yeah. all, all thing's politics. I guess you really never know what a politician is thinking. But even if that is his, you know, his lie to try to push back on it, I'm glad that's the lie he went to. He could have said <laughs> I jog every morning. I mean, right.
0: been, but we've well, we've seen him. He still He still rides bikes and everything. Right. You know? What if
2: he falls
1: off him once in a while?
0: A, but you know, but, but the problem with the, that when he fell off the bike was that he was wearing those those shoes that click into Clip the pedals in. on the bike yeah what are you doing that for i mean even me a oh. 53 uh, year old man who is is a competent bicycle rider believe it or not uh, yeah. even i wouldn't try that garbage
2: and i don't get it and like Bruski said are you just make yourself prone to falling over
1: yeah uh, they're very easy to get out of. All you do is kick your ankle out and they come right. It's, no, it's like, like ski, ski binding. I yeah. Understand. The reason I had them on is because uh, when we built those bikes, we were doing triathlons and you can get a lot more out of them, you know, with your toe connected to it. I was just teasing about him falling over. He could be posturing. Bruce, he's right. I mean, uh, it's an odd time for him to mention this. And also... I could just hear Jill Biden being like Joseph. Why did, you said that in an interview? You're nasty.
2: Yeah, he's gonna spank well, her tonight. Maybe she'll <laughs> spank him. I don't know. You're well, getting
0: we, off on it. One thing. One thing we can say for sure is that we know that Trump isn't banging away on Melania. She didn't even sleep in the same bedroom as him when they were in the White House.
1: Right. I I don't even know if Melania is alive, dude. I I haven't seen her.
2: No. Exactly. Uh, those two haven't been seen together in forever. I know they're not having sex, so Trump, you know, this is certainly something, even if Joe's making it up, at least he could theoretically be having sex. He lived in yeah. the same <laughs> room with his wife. And the whole bike thing, like, everyone likes to make fun of him for falling off the bike, but when have you seen Trump on a bike, period? Like, at least he's out riding a bike, even if he fell 100%. off her percent. right? Yes. He's usually... Same with Jill badass. Biden. He's riding her, and if he falls off her, who cares? At least he's getting on that horse, you know? Yes, yeah. dude. Yeah, and, yeah, Trump's badass
0: you're... is always in the golf cart
2: exactly so yeah now i will say speaking of the trumps and uh, visuals you don't really want uh donald trump jr decided to jump on top of this and uh the internet you know the sensible people are ridiculing him um trump jr posted on x twitter whatever you want to call it It's funny he didn't post it on True Social, but he posted it on Twitter. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., uh, in response to the story about Joe and Jill banging away, he said that there is literally no amount of Viagra on Earth that's going to give Joe Biden wood, who can barely walk without falling over. Just stop. The more desperate they become trying to make him seem young and vibrant, the more obvious it is to everyone that he's not up to any task. Dude, come on! No dude. amount of Viagra will give him wood. This is was his political commentary.
1: And I also think that's probably because no amount of Viagra would give him wood. He is now on the cocaine train, yeah. and right. uh, you know, it, I think once you start the cocaine train, Viagra is child's play. You know. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Out of
2: board! right and speaking of wood donald trump jr's wife looks wooden or plastic or something i don't know how much it takes to get it up for her
0: but what what, what did he do to her compare a picture of when she was married to gavin Newsom yeah. to what she looks like what she looks like even when she first started dating don jr like what the hell happened to her no
2: totally we did a post about this several months back i did a little side by side of the two and Newsom didn't actually marry her i don't think okay but, but they were they were in a relationship for a while and yeah, yeah she looked like a normal woman back then now she looks like some mannequin at a makeup school where like rookies are just putting makeup all over her face and experimenting just and, think well, that's what being around that uh pot of evil 24 yeah. 7 does to you dude. It's yeah, like it's when your soul rots from the inside <laughs> it right. ruins and the outside
0: i have an answer for you as to why he posted it on twitter and not on truth social
2: So Mm. someone would see it.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Exactly. So, yeah, I I think my favorite response to him is uh, someone called Donald Trump Jr. an erection denier. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into our next news story,
1: uh, we take a brief pause for this financial word. The high interest rates combating the inflation has made home ownership almost impossible for many americans the price of a hair curler you know maybe maybe has come down a little bit or at least the inflation on it has come down a bit we interrupt this broadcast to bring you this we
0: interrupt report. our program to bring you a special here is broadcast. a news bullet we interrupt this program to bring all you the a- humanity all the date t- which will live in infamy <laughs> the only thing we have to fear is fear itself need to know news news you need to know
1: Everybody loves a magician, right? I mean, someone who can (laughs) actually perform magic in front of you
2: abracadabra my caller id for you for years has been you with local magician alex Ramon, where you're popping out of his circular hoop thing and doing the ta-da yeah i love a good a magician dude i mean this magician
1: that steve just brought up alex Ramon, is a great magician and he is one of those magicians that once he performs a trick on stage he rolls his hands and then spreads his arms like wow It's incredible. (laughs) Ta-da. He's just (laughs) fantastic, man. Uh, We have a Democratic consult who worked for a rival presidential campaign who paid a New Orleans magician to use artificial intelligence to impersonate President Joe Biden as a robocall.
2: Yes. I think it's funny everyone points out the guy's a magician. It doesn't actually have anything to do with the story, but it's just funny that a magician was the one that did this trick. And that's part of what the magician was trying to demonstrate like he does he's not some gifted you know ai specialist he paid a dollar for an app and did this
0: what about the very large sum of money he was paid to do this job can we talk about that sure 150 dollars
2: i was gonna say i thought it was like 500 bucks or something stupid <laughs> 150, bucks, uh, 150. Come well on. that's 149 dollars profit because he paid a dollar for the app so
0: i get it but i mean wow
1: you know, oftentimes this guy spends uh, times on the streets, uh, you know, in the French Quarter with a bent fork over his finger. <laughs> you know, takes his thumb off
2: for children. Right. But That's a few hours you know, worth of tips right there. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you have to now get some side hustle on. And he created uh, this uh, with an app, like Steve mentioned. It's a robo call that went out to a lot of people. You want to hear it? Somebody yeah, sure. recorded it, so yeah. I've got a little bit of it.
0: What a bunch of malarkey. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. We'll need your help in electing Democrats up and down the ticket. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. If you would like to be removed from
2: future calls, I mean, it sounds like Joe Biden, spot right? on, absolutely. Yeah. I I would never be able to tell that that was AI, and and that's the problem, right?
0: But yeah. a, but it also does sound really robotic, though. The way it sounds like it's being read off script, at least.
1: Hundred percent. But yeah. it sounds like uh, Biden's voice for sure. Oh so yeah. It, people get the robocall, and then uh, you know people thought it was real, and I mean I don't guess i i don't care what side you're on like i mean that's not right to do no <laughs> i mean that's i not.
2: mean th- this one was democrat versus democrat it was in a yeah, primary. they were trying to get the biden people to not you know show up and vote so the other primary person can get more votes so This was always one of the big fears heading into an election season, that people will fake stuff like this. And as we've talked about with like celebrity fake nudes, it goes around the world 10 times before anyone figures out that it's not real. And then a bunch of people never get that memo. So, yeah, it's super dangerous. I was reading an article about the guy because the guy got busted that paid the money and he's going to be prosecuted. And one of his quotes was basically... He's trying to say, like, I'm Paul Revere. I'm a proud patriot. I was trying to expose this system of artificial intelligence and, yeah. you know, the fact that no one's getting busted for it. I'd say he just proved the opposite. <laughs> you know, he, yes. he, got bu- he got busted pretty easily.
1: You know what? It's funny that you say that it goes all around the world because we had a bit we did on the show a couple of weeks ago with. Uh, Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin I mean it, it was a bit it was to be funny but like uh the first comment on it when it went on social media was a guy saying like you guys are part of the problem spreading this fake news and blah 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 and Steve and I both said like if you can't tell that's a joke you're the idiot you know? I mean <laughs> yeah. you're the oh so.
2: absolutely. And speaking of people paying attention, do you want to, I don't think we've told Brewski where our newest listener popped up on the map. A day, I think it was a day after that thing got posted on social media, got several yes. thousand views on YouTube. And Brewski, where do you think we got a new dot on the map? And I'm not joking about this. Ten hours after it was posted. We got a oh, new
0: Oh, uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. No. no go Minnesota, the other Minnesota, side new of the world.
2: No. <laughs> other side of the world.
0: Oh, uh, Russia.
2: Moscow, yeah.
0: resistance Woo, is yeah. futile. We are moving <laughs> up with George and Weezy Jefferson. We got the right. the KGB and the FSB on our asses, right?
2: I- listen it either has to be some fan that's in russia that loved we were making fun of putin a little bit although it was really more making fun of tucker but or yeah it's someone in the government who's now monitoring us to see
0: what we're yes, doing with Dad, this is awesome
1: <laughs> i told rachel uh i said this this happened 10 maybe less than 10 hours after this video was posted she was like no it doesn't scare me Bring it on! I was like, "Bring it on!" From the KGB, like uh, from a Russian operative, like, uh, "No, don't bring it on."
0: Nick, you married a woman who was in the army. She killed people for a living. She fired a <laughs> weapon. She's in the court all the time, ripping people's throats out. She doesn't care. She'll take them all on.
2: <laughs> You're right. You're that's right. right. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. Listen, I would be uh, a little cautious of robocalls or people that send you unsolicited links to things, you know, but um. Moreover, Nick, uh, like when you're traveling in Europe this summer, I would not take any connecting flights, buses, anything (laughs) that could get you anywhere near it. Because we've seen before where Putin has, you know, planes flying over Russia where he knows there's someone he doesn't like. And they there's all of a sudden an emergency where they get diverted into Moscow. That's That's
1: right. Yeah.
2: Be cautious on that.
1: It scares the crap out of me, dude. It really does scare me. But I mean, I guess it is what it is, right? Yeah, got to make a sacrifice for the comedy,
2: the people, this program. Hey, we need all the (laughs) listeners we can get. So uh, Putin or your hunchman or whoever's listening, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. In
1: fact, we'll give you an official welcome. Welcome to the show. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. It's time for another brewski. This one is a crazy brewski.
0: Well, gentlemen, I uh, speaking of traveling. Yeah. I I wanted to bring you a story. uh A cougar has traveled over 1,000 miles from Utah to Colorado.
2: Oh, what's her name? Hmm. on my. <laughs> well, I
0: was say, hey, what kind of cougar I, are we talking about? It, well, it's a, it doesn't say how many bottles of Chardonnay that that, that they <laughs> needed on the trip. <laughs> It says here that scientists in Utah are sharing the incredible journey of one cougar who traveled more than 1,000 miles through three states in five months. Wow. That's like like a a tour.
2: Yeah, that's impressive.
0: They're selling T-shirts and everything.
2: He was probably Uh, trying to get out of whatever red state he was living in because everyone's (laughs) sick of those. (laughs) uh,
1: Goodwill Hunting, uh, what's the math on that? How many miles is that cougar doing a day? If he's going 1,000 miles in five months—
0: just so you know, by the way, we yeah. can't confirm that this was a she.
1: Well, of course it was a powerful woman for crying out
0: loud. Yeah. Uh, and they they won't give her name. They'll just designate her as F sixty six. I'm so, an
1: so we wanna, <laughs> so <one> the F sixty nine.
0: I'm sorry, I keep forgetting it's an actual cougar. Sorry. <laughs> right,
2: yes.
1: Wow. It's heading out west. Nine-er? It's heading my way.
2: Come on. <laughs> oh. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, actual animal. Sorry.
0: Oh come no on! No one's gonna answer my question. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mean... doing it right. I'm doing the math right now. So, oh, you are. All yeah, right. one thousand. Uh, so it was one thousand miles, and it was uh, uh...
2: one hundred and fifty days. I hope oh, this is a satisfying God. answer for you.
0: Well, of course it is. You know, <laughs> <laughs> of course, dude. As
2: we all sit here looking stupid, I'm not even taking the calculator okay. That's now. So that's that's do. only.
0: No, no, here's the thing though. We can probably say that she mm. was doing some drinking because she's only traveling six point six miles a day.
1: Yeah, that's what I that that was my point. Is a cougar travel? It never to you know relaxes. <laughs> I mean, it's always moving. Yeah. It just usually stays in its area. Not it's this one. Yeah.
0: She wanted to get out, and she did, man. I will tell you, one thousand miles.
1: Is she there to stay? <laughs> I mean, has she let us know her plans? Right. Uh, well, she's looking
2: for property. Uh, <laughs> where is this cougar a- currently? Where did it end
0: up at? she's in colorado she started in utah and she went all the way to colorado so maybe oh, she's going, going to get way. some weed i don't know
2: that uh-huh. could be legal insurance in colorado i mean I don't know. yeah see that's funny yes it is an actual cougar not a hot older woman but i will tell <laughs> i saw a funny bit with louis ck recently where he was he was talking to god and it was part of a whole bit but god was like those animals i sent down you guys are fucking those animals right and Louis's like, no, we eat the animals. And God's like, you're eating the animals? That's not what I sent them there
0: for. You're supposed to
2: be fucking them. Like, what the hell? You're eating them?
0: Well, God works in mysterious ways. There, there are some people amongst us, some of them who once frequented a farm in Enumclaw, Washington, who, well, he didn't fuck the animal, but he got fucked by the animal and died. He was he having fun. sex with
1: a horse, dude. This was a guy, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago. He would go to this farm in Enumclaw. And have sex with the horse, or let the horse have sex with him. Yeah. And uh, oh. uh, this horse's <laughs> peanut was so big, dude, that it killed him.
0: The horse ejaculated inside of him, and what it did was it actually um, ripped up his internal organs, and he bled to death power cannon dude a power cannon his friend who brought him to the farm who set the whole thing up actually dropped him at the front door of the hospital and you know what's funny is that happened when we were at the buzz and lycus gave the guy's name on the air i still remember the guy's name to this day what is it kenneth d pinion but some people are going with that Louis C.K. bit, and they're doing what God wanted them to. Well, if you're going to
1: have sex with that cougar or you get 69 by him, harness,
2: uh, you're on the safer side. Cougars <laughs> have a way smaller penis than a horse. Oh, good. All right. Is that what they mean by riding bareback when a horse just plows you? <laughs> no. Oh, Okay. Means without a
1: saddle, dude. You're so dirty sometimes.
2: I just Uh, envision jizz coming out of this guy's ears and the booze. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you
1: done, Bruski?
0: Cougar There's, going yeah. from Utah to Colorado.
1: This has been our uh, segment we call uh, Wildlife with Jack Brusky." It's just like <laughs> I used to hear when I was a
2: kid.
0: We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We
2: interrupt
0: our program to bring you a special Here is a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring all you... All the humanity and all the faith days which will live in infamy. <laughs> the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Need to know news. News you need to know. Yes,
2: indeed. We often see conservatives do dumb, stupid things. And at least me personally, I'm always waiting for their comeuppance to come back around, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it, like with Trump, it's taken way too freaking long. Uh, but we talked last week or two episodes ago or something about the ivermectin or Iverta medicine, Ivermectin, Ivermectin. Thank you. And that finally we're seeing, you know, negative health consequences. All these morons that took it are now having digestive and gut problems because they took a horse dewormer. Poop and pee, dude. Uh, one of Trump's other cronies, though, is finally getting his comeuppance and somebody we make fun of quite often on the show. Because uh, he's worthy of it, and that is uh, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. Ah, uh, yes. Are you still sporting your My Pillow just for you know pu- uh, full exposure? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't know why we have to out <laughs> me every time, but yes, I have a My Pillow <laughs> that I got before I knew it was him, and it was free, so I didn't. Do
1: you ever yeah. lay on your My Pillow and eat Chick Fil A in bed? <laughs> mm-hmm. no, that'd be double wrong. Wait,
0: wait, did, did the My Pillow come with a bag of Coke?
2: No. No, that's a myth, dude.
0: Oh, oh, okay, okay.
2: That would yeah. have been better than what did come with the pillow. It came with a freaking Bible verse.
0: <laughs> what, on the box?
2: Yeah, it had like a little fortune cookie piece of paper in the, in, with the pillow, like when you it open it did? up. You know, yeah, Bible verse. Wow.
0: It's, it's like you're flying on Alaska Airlines. Uh,
2: do they do that?
0: Yes, they do. Oh, no. Wait, what
1: are you talking about?
0: well on alaska airlines that they, they when they hand out snacks and all that sort of thing they they actually hand out little uh pieces of a scripture
1: i've so. never had that in all the years i've flown alaska
2: mm. have you iPad. yes I guess you got to look closely. Maybe you're discarding it. Uh, I will tell you, in and out Burger, who I've ridiculed as being nothing special but people lying up around the block, they've got, I don't know if it's Bible verses, but there's some biblical references on all their cups and stuff. Like, it's enough already. I've flown in Alaska a lot for a long time. I've never I'll, seen that.
0: I will say, they were doing it. They stopped in 2012. I will say that, but they, they were doing it. I have the story right here. They send them the, the out of the book of Psalms.
2: Yeah, I don't want prayers on an airplane, by the way. Please, side, uh, don't blow off the airplane. Right. <laughs> Please but, don't uh, pull yeah. me out. Mike Lindell, uh, notorious coke addict and notorious Trump supporter, election denier, all that stuff. The uh, CEO of betting company My Pillow, an ally of former President Donald Trump, has officially been ordered to pay five million dollars to a man who debunked Lindell's false election claims of fraud. And the, the judge ordered it, huh? Yes. This was uh, well. Right here, 2021, Lindell hosted a contest called the "Prove Mike Wrong" challenge promising five million dollars to anyone who could disprove his claims that Chinese interference played a role in the 2020 election and Robert Zidman a computer forensics expert and Trump supporter by the way submitted a 15-page report proving that Lindell's assertions were false and uh yeah Lindell refused to pay the guy sued him and now the judge has said no you fucking idiot you challenged. You put a public challenge out there, and the guy won. So, yeah.
1: Brewski originally did this story on the show, what, six months, seven months ago? And yeah. the guy, uh, didn't he figure it out, like, very,
2: very quickly, how he could prove it? <laughs> you, you mean, like, the rest of us? Yeah. He yeah. Did. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, this is like, a, a, prove the sky's not blue. Like, <laughs> I don't know how everyone didn't win this thing.
0: Well, and you know what's funny is, is this guy may be a Trump supporter, but hey, five million dollars is five million dollars. Heck yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's incredible, dude.
1: I mean, uh, Mike Lindell's been bleeding money ever since the My Pillow got canceled. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, removed from Walmart. I mean, even Fox
2: News wasn't running his ads anymore. So uh, that company is in peril right no they're bleeding money and like you said you know a bunch of networks have refused to air his ads and uh by the way he's not done with court damages five million this could be uh this could be his favorite court settlement because the voting machine manufacturer uh dominion oh. is suing lindell seeking 1.3 billion in damages yeah! yes dude just dominion I mean, Dominion's, gotta- of course who fox news lost it yeah, and that was for uh, that wasn't even for a
1: billion, was it? It was for like fifty-eight million or $100 No, no, million? That,
0: that was a massive. That, that, I believe it was over five hundred like, million.
2: It was. I think it was like seven or eight hundred million. I think they were asking a billion, and that's what it ended up at, which was you know huge. Damn, still you know? huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well,
0: you, you, you know what's interesting about about that settlement, by the way, was that when they agreed upon the the dollar value, one of the things Dominion wanted was they wanted Fox to fire Sean Hannity. Yes. As part yeah. of it. And they, they wouldn't do it. So they said, well, what, what else you got? And they were like, well, you can have Tucker Carlson. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No one wants we'll give
2: it. you a Tucker. Will that do? By the way, uh, Lindell's attorneys a couple of months ago filed a motion to withdraw from the case because Lindell was not paying him anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All these people, dude, that aren't getting paid attorneys say, oh, I'll go do this because it's going to make me famous. Uh, you can't do it for very long. Without getting right. paid. I mean, it's expensive to run a trial like that.
0: Well, And, and that, that's how you know he's a Trumper, too, a Trump supporter. He's following in, in the footsteps of Donnie.
2: Trump recently was admonishing NATO for not paying their bills. You've got to pay your bills if you want to be part of NATO. Like, mm-hmm. talk about the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, it's insane. It, no kidding. We'll see what happens with all of this, but... I've had a few lawyers over the years for a few different things. None of them let me run up a bill. Like, there's retainers, and I get monthly bills of, like, fork over the money now. I don't know how someone gets millions of dollars in the hole with their attorney.
1: It's crazy. I mean, like I said, some of these people these attorneys take on knowing that they're not going to actually make a bunch of from the the person but it's going to get them so famous their name in the news that they'll be taken Mm -hmm. care of so they'll go do it that way but these people must have said like like i said it's expensive to run this trial you can't go very long without being paid if you don't have a ton of cash in the bank
2: yeah so. We know Trump just paid a $50 million legal bill, not not fines that he's been getting or court penalties. Like, he had to pay his lawyers $50 million. Of course, he didn't pay it. One of his super PACs paid it. But just right. think about it. How do you rack up $50 million, and that's that's a drop in the bucket? He's nowhere near done paying lawyers.
1: Well, just look at Giuliani, dude. I mean, you know, Trump said he was going to pay his legal fees, and obviously isn't. But he's filed, he's filed for bankruptcy, and he has a ton of yep. cash,
0: too. And what's fun about that bankruptcy thing is that since Trump is considered one of his creditors, quote-unquote, then he'll actually have to pay that bill because the bankruptcy judge will enforce that upon Trump. So Trump will have to pay Giuliani, and then that money, of course, goes to Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss.
2: Right, yep. And I saw in the news today, Trump is officially appealing the uh, $350 million verdict. But I can't find in any of the news articles, did he fork over the cash or did he get a bond?
0: Yeah, one of the two has to, has to be done. From what I understand, he was calling around trying to find people to do it. Uh, yeah. And the thing about it is, is that he can't go to any financial institutions in New York State because of what he was yes. convicted of. So right. he's got to go outside. I mean, you think the phone lines to Moscow burning up? Call him Daddy Daddy Vladdy for some bunny or what?
1: (laughs) Daddy Vladdy. Well, I'm sure he is. You know, Laura Ingram just had him on. She was talking about him having to pay escrow if he wanted to appeal. And he just didn't even comment on it because, like we've always talked about, he's not liquid, dude. The guy doesn't have the cash. Okay, doesn't yeah. have the cash to pay all this.
2: Are you kidding me? No, he was bragging, and that he had four hundred million. That 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 was, you know, the inference was I'm obviously rich. I have four hundred million dollars sitting in an account. But as we discussed before, that doesn't cover the bill you currently owe. And even if you forked it all over, you'd then be broke. So. Did you see Letitia James is posting a daily interest update on how much every day on Twitter she's posting? There's another $116,000. Oh, now it's 117000 <laughs> interest, yes. interest
1: payments? Yeah, that's funny, yeah. Dude.
2: It's like the old debt clock that used to be in Times Square, like showing our debt just going up. She's doing that every day on Twitter. It's hilarious. Well, good luck to Mike Lindell, dude. We'll, we'll all be praying for you. The good Lord...
1: It's it's all plan, dude. I mean, this is all planned. So yeah. we're we'll just in mysterious ways, Mike. Enjoy your ride, Mr. Mm-hmm. Lindell. Do you have news you need to know? Like need to know news? How about news you need to know? Do you feel like you need to know that? What if we could guarantee only news you need to know? You know, the need to know news. I think we might be on to something you need to know. Perhaps mm-hmm. it's news. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we need to know it. I can assure you you need to know this. This is really important stuff, dude. Right. Uh we all know who R. Kelly is. He believes that he can fly. Uh you know, he was in the closet. Uh, I mean he's got a lot of great hits that some people have refused to let go of, right? R. Kelly. Sure. Of course, uh gone to the other side (laughs) i mean he's not dead but i mean he's gone you know (laughs) into the the gray bar motel and uh he's not doing music anymore right i didn't Uh, notice yeah uh and because he uh, raped a lot of young women apparently you know well that hurts album sales yeah it does uh well it didn't hurt him for michael jackson i mean Allegedly, Uh, Nick. uh, Yeah, that's true. Uh, But R. Kelly, a lot of people have said the same thing. Like, I'm not going to let go. I believe I can fly. And do you feel like they should have to?
2: Well, I've had this discussion with my kids uh, of late that everyone's got to make a personal choice. When it comes to musicians and actors, if they've done something skeevy, do you disown them or not? My point was with the kids... That maybe there's an obvious one. Maybe a Michael Jackson. You're like, I got to draw the line. not Maybe R. Kelly's an obvious one to you. But if you dig into any musician's past, especially, they've all done shady stuff. So oh, yeah. where do you draw the line on shady behavior? I mean, certainly any rock band any of us like from the 80s exploited the crap out of women. Um, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis marrying his 13-year-old cousin. Like, no one canceled yeah. him. like You know, so yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one. You gotta you gotta decide on your own, I suppose, a personal choice.
1: But the good news is that if you've decided to continue listening to R. Kelly, uh, well, I found a clip of a song that uh, I don't think most people have ever heard of—a song that he was singing live in Mm. Uh, concert—and this is. I, I, I hate to say it's resurfaced because, well, I've never heard it before. Uh, so I think this is a pretty rare gem. This is R. Kelly. He is live at a concert in Ethiopia. <laughs> and uh, A lot of good <laughs> concert bennies are <there> right here. <laughs> uh, I mean, The food the- court's <laughs> a little thin, but they got a good oh, concert venue. there. Boy, dude, the food court's a little thin. Do you know how many Ethiopians you can fit in a phone booth? I don't, no. All of them. (laughs) Uh, Those are terrible. But R. Kelly was singing in Ethiopia live show. Here's a clip of that song.
2: Single ladies, put your hands in the air right
0: now so I can see you. It's so many. I'm confused. How am I going to get you from Ethiopia
2: to America? (laughs)
0: Let me think. I got it do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America?
1: <laughs> Did you get your passport? America. Do you have your shots? Would you like to come back?
0: Do you with... have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America?
1: listen he is picking up on the crowd all at once dude first he just lets people know put your hands up if you're single he's confused how will i get you all back to america well get your passport dude get your shots and you can come back with rob to america
0: he left out though are you under the age of 15 Oh,
1: I edited that
0: out. It was just so bad.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, I'm glad he cares about some rules and regulations now. Forget the whole age limit thing. But have you had your shots and do you have your passport?
1: These are important questions, dude. international travel oftentimes requires shots and if you're going to come home with rob well you got to get your shots and get your passport uh as we move away from what you might uh think is disgusting music uh we go to the beach boys and i want to tell you every band seems to be stepping up as of late william joel just released a brand new song it's been years so a lot of these older guys are William uh, joel that's very yeah, horrible. uh it's billy joel he's a friend of mine i call him willie but uh he just released new music a lot of bands that haven't released for a long time are now releasing including the beach boys wow even with half of them dead that's impressive <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> impressive dude and i think you'll be impressed when you hear their new song yeah i was like wow they, they haven't lost it.
0: If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. i got 99 problems, but a bitch one. 99 problems, bitch one. 99 one. It's good, right? Yeah. I got the route patrol on the cat patrol. I want to make sure that my casket's closed. I mean
2: AI's they're... not just for political robocalls. All the fun <laughs> things we can do with it. Oh
1: dude. I mean you could make anything you want and the Beach Boys singing ninety nine problems, dude. I thought it was uh, I mean it was gold. I couldn't pass it up, right? That's hilarious. Yeah.
0: We thought they, they hit it big when they did wipe out with the fat boys.
1: Yes, dude. I mean, that's the evolution at its finest, dude, really. Was John Stamos
2: playing on that track? Are they keeping him? Of course. Yes, dude. He's still, what does he play? Drums. Drummer. Yeah, Yeah, he's a drummer, Mr. Stamos. I never know with you what is real audio and what isn't. I never want to out you, but... um,
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, R. Kelly,
2: real. Was it? Yes, dude. See, well, now, when you were setting it up, I just assumed, like, I there There actually is a concert venue in Ethiopia. I guess that's my I'm ignorance. Sure.
0: But, yeah, <laughs> sure.
2: I just Huge. assumed that would be fake audio. But then as you're playing it, I'm like, well, it seems actually genuine, so. Yeah, you know, that was genuine. Beach well, Boys know, not.
0: Really. I, you know, but, I mean, Addis Ababa is a really big metropolitan city. and I'm, I, yeah, mean, I mean, like as, I said,
2: this is my American ignorance, just assuming all of Africa is a desert, so. But, uh, boy, that's terrible. So he really was soliciting people to come home.
1: 100%. Yeah, no, that was real. Uh, and I guess that does – yeah, I mean, we started the segment off with uh, jokes that show our ignorance of Ethiopia, right? I will tell you, I don't think that's right anymore. But when we were kids, oh yeah, we constantly joked about people, star- <laughs> people starving in Ethiopia, and I can't believe we
2: did that, dude. Yeah i don't know ethiopian jokes polack jokes these were all commonplace back then and now uh yeah it's all faded away rachel Correctly. said
1: that to me this weekend dude remember when we used to make fun of polack people i said i haven't thought about it in a long time but didn't
2: we uh if you were being dumb didn't we call you a yeah. polack yeah oh yeah and there was all sorts of <laughs> polack jokes and i never even understood why like why are the polish people so stupid where did they get <laughs> right. their reputation from and yeah. We I mean, it's been over a year, but we did a little Pollock bit on the show, and I posted it on one of our social medias. And I did not realize how, offensive the term pollock has become yeah. it's like the n-word to those guys like you know it was a joke when we were kids now we had a bunch of comments of like how dare you <laughs> stupid americans like oh right.
1: uh, and you um, i mean obviously but we should get rid of poll saying that word uh but you know it hasn't got out of control with some of the stuff that you can't say i was so surprised to see this weekend shane gillis uh hosted saturday night live yeah uh, did you watch it? Because I know sometimes you wait. I saw his
2: monologue in the first Up Till Weekend Update. Then I fell asleep.
1: Okay. First of all, Shane Gillis, if you don't know who he is, he's a great comic. But he was hired by Saturday Night Live and then fired before even the first show. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. he said something on a podcast similar to what we just said. You know, we uh, I, it's uh, it was a slur. Uh, his was a little worse because I think he was referring to it somebody that was asian as a slur we all know you can't say that uh but he was on so they had him on and i thought oh that's kind of cool that lauren michaels brought him on the show to kind of show his stuff and everything else but for years i haven't heard people uh saying things are gay on television you know uh
2: and he said it you know quite a bit in his monologue Mm -hmm. i Uh, was surprised a couple times yeah down syndrome jokes i know he tries to put it out there quickly that i've got relatives that you know that have down syndrome that's where i'm basing this all on but yeah he got some cringing and you could see the look on his face a few times where he was like oh that joke didn't go over very well (laughs) you know him acting on the show i was really impressed he does a good comedic acting role and he
1: does a lot of that stuff on his own, like through with some of his friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he's had some experience doing it. But were you shocked that he was in, it looked to me, I only watched through Weekend Update and I went to bed. But uh looked like he was in
2: every skit, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was in quite a few for sure. So that's That that's doesn't impressive. happen all that often, yeah. No, when Nate Brigatti hosted, he was so uncomfortable acting in the sketches, you could tell. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Shane did a good job.
0: I saw a clip just recently that he, when he was on Rogan's podcast, he actually defended SNL for, for firing them. He's like, listen, I've said stupid shit. I'm going to continue to say stupid shit, but to some stupid shit that goes beyond, yeah. quote unquote, stupid shit.
1: Yeah, well, that's interesting. I mean, he even said on the uh, show when he was doing his monologue, Brisky, that. Uh, I don't have a lot of jokes I can do on TV. I don't have jokes I can do on TV. Right. And, and that's the joke about days.
2: being fired from SNL. He was like, don't Google that. But yeah, I got fired from here a few years back. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, you did a good job. It was a, yeah, it was a good episode for sure.
1: So if you haven't seen it, go check it out.
0: We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special. Here is a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring all you. All the humanity and all the days which will live in infamy. The only
1: thing we have to fear is fear
0: itself. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord, Jesus, is a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. I can't believe I'm doing this with my pants off.
2: It's all right, dude, you we get comfortable. Why not? There's a cougar coming your way, brisky So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's just hope that she stays out of parks in um, Sydney, Australia.
2: Oh, Segway.
0: So we've all been. I mean, you have you have kids, Steve and Nick. You have nephews and nieces that I'm sure you've probably taken to the park. And you see that mulch that's in the ground. I mean, when we were kids, you know, you come flying off a slide and you go slamming down on hard asphalt. Yeah. These yes. days, you know, these days it's it's all about. A soft landing for the kids. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which does actually make a lot more sense. My playground as a kid was asphalt with pebbles all over it, which made it even hurt more to fall on the asphalt.
0: Well, and and the slides, remember the slides were were metal? Yeah. So on on hot summer days.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Our
1: uh, toys uh, in Maple Valley, where I grew up uh, in elementary school out on the recess grounds, were all... Culverts. We had tunnels everywhere that were just like culverts from, you know, construction companies. <laughs> they were all, we had very dangerous toys. And I'm not against giving kids dangerous toys once again. I think we've gotten a little too soft. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's, sharp good, projects.
0: it's good that you say that, Nick, because uh, Sydney, Australia has taken that to heart with their new mixture in the um mulch that they're putting in the playgrounds. Well,
1: throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Let yeah. us know.
0: Well, so uh this uh child brought home a couple of handfuls of mulch from the playground okay. and something was a little wrong and uh, they had it tested and lo and behold it, it was contained- ground up
2: kangaroos.
0: Now that would have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, that would have been okay. No asbestos. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, hey, yes. that
0: stuff's cheap to get nowadays. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, just just ripping it out of walls of old buildings, <laughs> and then what are we going to do with it all? Just grind it up and put it in the molds for the kids.
2: That's hilarious! Wow,
1: it's interesting. Uh, I would uh, be curious to know how much asbestos was in there, only because uh, did you know that asbestos
2: is a natural element? uh no no i didn't know it it's on the periodic table of elements You mean like
1: uh it grows naturally asbestos grows and it's everywhere in the world i mean uh you're breathing asbestos no matter where you are you're always breathing asbestos it's Mm. just how much can our lungs take so if it's just mulch and sod it's oh, your grass is going to have asbestos out there in it at some point. Like uh, is it a lot of asbestos? Is it walls from old elementary schools that ground up?
0: Well, it, it, it doesn't say where this has come where this has come from, just that that it was being disposed of, and it was ground up, and um, obviously it made its way into the mulch. And we don't know how many children have eaten any of this mulch either. Because, you know, no, I mean, think about it, though. Kids, no, you're right. Kids, kids do that sort of thing.
2: They do, yes.
0: I mean, hell, when I was a kid, I, do? I shoved one of those big fat crayons up one of my nostrils. I once swallowed $3.00 and something, some odd cents and loose change.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we th- have a theory on the uh, program and in our friendship that that may have changed you.
0: No <laughs> yeah, have it may have changed slightly. you. <laughs> Well, so the city, the city is now scrambling. They, they have all, these, all the parks, parks cordoned off. Now, here's the thing. You can still walk through the park. They just have like this, this orange plastic netting around the areas that say asbestos. I'm looking at pictures right there. It just says asbestos. So you can walk through. You just, you just can't go into the asbestos areas. So it's still blowing it around in the air. They didn't, they didn't bring in an abatement team to remove it at all. They're just letting you know, hey, it's here. Yeah, I wonder, a,
1: I do wonder if it's low level. I mean, uh, that's why they haven't gotten rid of it.
2: Well, I mean, some company apparently thought it was either okay to do it or they wouldn't get caught doing it. But uh, yeah, I I've, think- I've never heard that asbestos was naturally occurring. And I know your wife deals with this stuff. Is that where you're getting all this knowledge from? Yeah uh
1: yeah no that's uh, they have asbestos uh like salt mines they have asbestos mines like asbestos is a natural uh product that we're always breathing but it is how much
2: can we breathe before it makes us sick right it's like the fentanyl debate right a little bit's okay but a little bit too much and then you die it's like penis horse penis you know a little bit's okay but uh foreplay's okay but
0: (laughs) so to Nick's point, it says here asbestos is a naturally occurring fibrous silicate mineral. That's right. So it's it's kind of like, like silicate. So it's like uh like sand almost, because you know, silica, you know, when they, they melt sand down to make glass and that sort of thing, it, uh-huh. it comes in these long fibrous crystals. Yeah. And and they're called fibrils.
2: Interesting. Silica. Can you do breast implants out of asbestos?
1: Uh, I think that would definitely make you sick, dude. I mean, you, you can take trace amounts,
2: you know. I'm not worried about okay. her. If I, if I motor both, though, am I at risk? That's <laughs> well, my I, yeah, the skin know, is you, porous.
0: You know what, though, Steve? If you do that, yeah, you might have a case. You might make a call. It's worth some money.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you mm-hmm. could do it, Steven.
0: Get that meso, mesothelioma me. and... You never know. Yeah. Get some miso.
1: Get your miso on. <laughs> you
0: know,
2: well, yeah. and in all seriousness, let's remember Trump tried to, or maybe he even did. You know, he dropped the regulations on asbestos and construction materials again because hey, that stuff is cheap, right? Yeah. Well, well
1: it's cheap for what you know. Uh, the reason they use so much asbestos is because you can't start it on. It won't burn. Right. Uh, you know. So yeah, it's it's a good product for construction, for buildings, well, for boats in the navy. Like it can't burn.
0: Well, so we had a neighbor here um, when my parents first bought the house. And um, he actually had mesothelioma that he got from his time in the Navy when he was in the war. When he was working in the gun room where he was like blasting off the cannons and that sort of thing. It was kicking up fibers and he was breathing in those fibers unbeknownst to him that it was like adhering to the inside of his lungs. And years later, he had cancer because of it.
2: Wow. Yeah. And what, uh, what, what was the cancer called again? Mesothelioma. mesothelioma. Hmm. I'm suffering from miso horny. So
0: <laughs> I'm trying
2: to put together a class action lawsuit. Yeah.
0: And it's completely safe to eat miso soup. It will not, it will not give you mesothelioma.
1: Perfect. That's true. Yeah. See, you're lear- you always learn a lot. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve Olibrusky. It's the kind of program we are.
2: We're here, <laughs> We're here to educate. That's the state of America. People have to rely on us <laughs> to educate them. Find so, yeah. uh, us on the social media. Spread our education and joy around the world for us, please. Especially to Russia. I assume there's shifts going of you know KGB you know administrators <laughs> listening to this podcast. So
0: we thought we'd hit the big time when we had attorneys listening and transcribing the the show. Right. Uh, That's right. For, you know, but now we've got you know. Politburo officials and, and intelligence officials uh, yeah. listening to us. We should get our own court reporter
1: in the studio, always taking our show down. No, I'd feel bad for that person,
2: but uh, there'd be hazard <laughs> pay in there.
1: <laughs> be a lot of good entertainment, and you can tune in. A couple of podcasts each week. And like Steve said, net. We are
2: the Vocal Minority with Nick and Sief, Ola Yep. And by the way, call us on our comment uh, complaint line, 844-48-VOCAL. Ooh. Yeah. You like that? Mm. I like it a whole bunch. Uh, <laughs> Bruski, please.
0: Das vidanya.
2: Ah, Stephen? I'm circumcised. I got my son circumcised. I'm not religious. Test one, two. Test one, two. Stop. I-